last time on Journeys Adrift. Tough calls were made. I know you're concerned for her. I understand. But I need you to let us know what we're really doing here. We have the data pad. Are we leaving? And she looks at you and she goes, No, if if we have the data pad, we're, we need to get out. With Tibble along for the ride. You see this jungle? You, you see a backpack? I, I don't see a backpack, no. Looks back. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not going to survive <laughs> out here. The crew unpacked the intel they gathered. You get drift coordinates that lead to a planet called Ashalan. It is a desert planet. It is in the vast. You get messages between what seems to be like their rebel syndicate and somebody titled the Black Butterfly. And then you get another set of what looks to be drift coordinates that basically it's like the data attached to these drift coordinates are interesting haul, very dangerous. Now, let's begin arc two. We found out on break that Tetsu's a glove. Do with that. Tetsu. Would you, what, do with that what you will. There we go. That's how words work. But yeah, that's how All right, so we got Varso and Syrup with hero points. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of people on a spaceship starting to go to Absalom Station. But first, I want to hear about all of my players level four. Let's start with Varsa. Oh, goodness. Ooh, on uh, the spot. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, so, as a level four biohacker, uh, Dr. Len got to choose like another um, theorem, which are pretty much like uh, special biohacker feats that usually modifies biohacks. The biohack right. does more biohacks. Crazy thing. But this one... Uh, you guys are gonna love this one. It's actually called locomotive adaptation. Ain't that something? <laughs> so now he can adaptation serum you guys into like climbing up walls or swimming. So you are welcome. Wait, We've wait, been wait. through this. <laughs> Dude, <Yeah>. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> suspicious look. This is very Don't suspect. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Is that is that the end of it, Varsa? Yes, that is actually the only thing I got on level up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No. All right, let's go, Eisen. My level up is equally as impactful in that I got one feat, and I got particularly the close combat feat, so that I can hit things close up and then things further away will have a harder time hitting me. So I get to right. d- dodge and do cool things there. We'll see if it comes up. That's when you're in uh, when you're in melee. You have a higher AC against ranged, right? Yes, exactly. So if nice. I hit something in melee, everything in range will have a harder time hitting me. So cool. Yeah, you uh, just gotta hit. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go to Moat. Moat also got a uh, another feat, a mechanic trick where uh, they have the ability to essentially make any item that is half of their mechanic level function the same as any lower level item with the same bolt. So I can take a data pad and turn it into a projector or a comm unit or anything that's a level one item with light bulk. Ooh. And you turn a data pad into a grenade. Uh, you cannot make uh, weapons or armor okay. until the later version, which I do intend to pick up. Okay. Uh, so they, they do specifically that's prefer it against that, cool. but... Uh, get to be extra useful and kind of come up with interesting ways to use items. So that's going to be MacGyver fun. MacGyver 
Oh yeah. Is the, is there a cost limit to that? Like because there's a lot of like specialized kits that are like 200 credits per thing that are insanely expensive, but they're just like light yeah, bulbs at level 1. That's so broken with some of the Okay, you and I need to have a talk. I'll give you a list of things. There's, there's some things in here that are very, very useful. Wait, no, is is item the same as kit? They're all they're all items. <laughs> yeah. So the the limitation on it is that it has to be the item that I'm messing with can't be any more than half my level until I hit next level, in which case I can do it with the resolve point. Uh, and the item that I change it into, it it has to be a lower level item than the one I transitioned. So uh, I can only do a level two item into a level one item, essentially, at this point. Um, and it lasts for 40 minutes at this point. That's so broken. Yeah. It's nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's it. some things you can do with that. I'll get. You, I'll, I'll help get a list. Yeah. And, and then, and then oh Wasp got harder, better, faster, more perceptive. Nice. Tetsu. Tetsu got more Tetsu. So with his Vanguard abilities, he has the ability now to basically when he negates an effect, you know, basically saves on a saving throw, I can just gain some more entropy points, which helps me build up the really strong attacks that can, you know, one-shot waffles stuff once in a while. So I get those back more. Not a huge perk. I also got a Vanguard Discipline, which basically gives me cool tweaks to my um, just... My, the flavor of my build and Tetsu being a protector and there was a lot of stuff that totally fit him but the one thing he has now that I kind of wanted to get for him uh, is now he just materializes a shield on either arm that he wants and it just appears and he can choose the type so basically he can use that to protect himself or others a little bit better and go from there so that's mostly it plus he got Thick. Tetsu's dumb. Tetsu's OP. Well, no. He can't hit things very easy. So. Yeah, he can't save a queen either. Uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, turn the ship around. Hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, last level up, I took uh, level in Envoy, which means that this time around, I completed my level in Technomancer, which is kind of exciting because technically I get all the benefits of a level three, not a level four, um, which is actually kind of beefy. So now I'm OP, no kidding. But y'all, this is exciting. First of all, I just need to showcase that I have 25 hit points, which is huge Whoa. for me and pretty awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. Only 25. <laughs> And I got another spell and another cantrip. Mm. I took Detect Magic as a cantrip uh, because we've been dealing slightly more with some of the magic stuff. And and I'll be honest, what I did is I kind of focused a little bit on grace because, well, everything we've been doing is kind of surrounding grace. So I also took Comprehend Languages in hopes that I might be able to decipher and detect magic and communicate with everything Grace has hidden as well. Uh, so I'm gonna try to combine my hacking with comprehend languages and magic and all sorts of stuff and, and make it interesting. So we'll see what, what comes of that. And then I got some cool abilities, like a spell focus, and I finally got my weapon specialization. I got tech lore, which if I recall, yeah, I get, <laughs> I get more bonuses to computers and mysticism and all sorts of fun stuff. So. Yeah, I got I got some fun stuff. I'm finally reaping the rewards of <laughs> taking a level in Envoy as well. 
because that definitely set me back. <laughs> but to just, you know, I know everybody's really concerned about my prowess in combat, so I'll tell you I got not better at all <laughs> in combat. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's our job, to be fair. Yeah, Eyes and I know it's pretty much up to us with only Moat as fire support. But luckily, Moat's got fire support. <laughs> to clarify, I did get weapon specialization, so if I hit, I now get plus two to my damage. So, you know, it's not nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about the right awkward silence. Yep, that's a good level. <laughs> Woo! If I hit with my plus two to hit, I will get yeah. two more damage. There's a reason I stressed if I hit. <laughs> as as okay. Lynn uh, hallucinates another party member. I'm going to hallucinate you. Shut up. All right, you guys are back on the ship, Tibble in tow, Grace locked up. What are you doing? Flying home. Happy. We're not going to Shimrouts and <laughs> I, I saw it coming. <laughs> I knew it. Come on. Uh, once Tibble is secured away somewhere. What are you doing with, to him? like, a vid game? He's, he, he is given the spare bedroom in my quarters, yes. The, like... Okay, he's given this. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna ask that he like gets nice and preoccupied. Give him a vid game. Give him something. I'm sure he wants to take a nap. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long trek in the jungle, um, <laughs> and I, w- I would like to call like, a little uh, team meeting in- on the bridge. So I'm just like I'm standing behind like where the pilot and captain sit, and I'm just like leaning like two of my arms. Crossed, two of them leaning on the back of the chair or whatever as everybody gathers and I'm like look I don't I don't want this to be a very long discussion but I really need to understand something here I just kind of glance make sure that the door is shut behind you all glance at like the cameras in the hallway or whatever I was going for something on the planet with our guest and I'm very concerned. Do you all genuinely think that I would murder a man or leave them to die in the middle of a jungle? And she looks genuinely like, what? (laughs) You said it. I mean, okay. Let me tell you this from my perspective. So we went into this guy's room and immediately he had a knife at his throat and you were shouting at him and giving him orders to do all sorts of things and I wasn't shouting at all I was you were being very assertive of what he needed to do or there would be consequences which sure we need to keep up appearances fine but when he's gonna cooperate to me it still felt like you were just kind of you know going a little far on the you know demand so I always I felt a little bit like Maybe you really hate the guy. So I was a little concerned. Yeah, I don't like to think that you'd, you know, leave someone stranded when they were in Shit's Creek, but... Look, there's an art to getting information and ensuring your safety as well as my own. I'm here... You all appointed me as captain of the ship, and I I know we weren't anywhere near the ship at the time, but the whole conversation in terms of what I'm referencing, I'm not talking about the botched attempt at infiltration. I'm talking about... A attempt at some control of a situation about him coming back aboard this ship and taking him off a planet when we have no idea who he is or what he's done. 
which I'm sure we will find out as soon as we're out of uh, near the planet or whatever, like that the area is called where we're not on that network anymore. Right, we can actually sure. Google him. <laughs> Hubble. Hubble, yes, of course, of course. The thing is, is I need some buy-in from all of you. And first of all, think back, have I ever harmed another human being at all? <laughs> Len, Len puts down Tetsu's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Did, f- first yeah. off, Zeha, we've only known each other for maybe a month. I understand, but I need some buy-in to protect you, to protect all of us, and to protect our missions. I backed your play in there. I backed your play from the time that I grabbed him. You were the one who shook his hand and made the deal. And so I backed your play. What I I said was that we would get him out of there, and we did. And I'm not even arguing that point. I'm not even arguing the fact that he's aboard this ship. He said it himself. He's seen our faces, and he has every bit of control. Unless I try to get any of that back, we can take him to Absalom Station, and still nothing is going to keep him from telling everybody about us. And it's not going to be hard to put it together. We have zero hold on any of the information he possesses, and I was simply trying to do what I do best, and that was taken away from me. I don't know what you do best. We haven't known each other long enough to know what we do best. Not to that level. It takes years to understand what a team does. It, if not longer. She just starts like rubbing her temples. <laughs> and, All four and, hands. Yeah, and <laughs> at that like only only one. <laughs> Eisen, who like was trying to stay open, kind of bristles a little bit. You're acting as if we acted out of turn. No, I'm asking right now for additional buy-in. I am concerned, first and foremost, about what you think of me in in regards to judging that I would actually leave him stranded on a planet, but that's fine. I understand. You mentioned you don't know me. That's perfectly fine. I'm telling you now I have never and hope to never harm another human being like that. But when I make those ridiculous threats, and I understand they're ridiculous to me, and I see now that you don't think that's ridiculous, and that's fine, but... Tibble didn't know either, and I had hoped that perhaps you would think the best of me in that situation and back me for those attempts. It is what it is, and I'm not going back. I simply request that moving forward. Why would we threaten him? He seems to not mind us, so if we want him not to tell our secrets, why are we not trying to keep him happy? Because it doesn't work. This is what I do for a living, and I work with diplomats on the regular. I entertain. I have the finesse of certain communications, and if we have nothing over him, like truly we have nothing, no hold to keep keeping him happy, what does that mean? We don't know him. We don't know who he is, and you can very well try to keep him happy, and for how long? How long will that last? People I used to work for... It's hopeful used to hold things over people's heads. They were not very good people, and I did not enjoy being friends with them. I am not holding someone hostage or as a slave or forcing anybody to do anything. You're pretending. My focus, and this is where I'm asking for buy-in and and for some knowledge that I'm not a terrible person here. What I was trying to do was protect what we have here on board by not by ensuring who it is that we are bringing aboard. And our mission and our identities for not ever having stepped foot on Castravel. I was trying to protect you, 
all of you and myself moving forward by having by starting a conversation i didn't get anywhere with that conversation so we have no idea where that could have gone like i said i'm not trying to it is what it is but moving forward trust that i'm not going to do that to anybody sure i hope i can put that on your shoulders that sort of thing but i i eisen's right we don't know each other very well so i hope you can overlook that position that we took because in my experience people often wait to reveal their true colors sometimes for a very very long time she she gives you this like pitiful look like like she she conceals it but like you could like there's that glimmer of like oh man you poor thing what happens when you make the threat and they don't buy it i i kind of agree with that one because i think look going forward I can get behind you being more hardball with threats and conditions. That's not always going to be my tactic, mind you. I'm continuing. Yeah, Yeah. conditions and all sorts of things that can make the scenario, you know, more favorable for us. I know that's necessary. That's that's absolutely true. Uh, It was just when we were in the room and he called for the guards, we didn't know if he had decided that the conditions we were setting were too much and we didn't know whether or not that was him backing out or making it better for himself we took out the guards and he elected to be on our side saying that that was that we have access to the room i guarantee he would have been on whatever side one oh absolutely uh, and, and that's fine it's just there's a, there's a there's a level of <laughs> I don't know what else he could have done at that point. If he just bolts when you're saying that we might just leave him, that that's extra bad for us. So it's easier to control him from the ship than it is in the forests of his planet. And I judged at that moment that we held more cards for him and that he wouldn't want to go back into a city where everything was on red alert and a queen kidnapped. That's where finesse and what look in the end it's a judgment call all of it's a judgment call i'm Nobody simply asking for some on. trust i walked into the room i pretended to be tibble and that's about all i know all i knew was tibble helped us some and was coming along with us and then we were talking about leaving tibble yes but i didn't have an opportunity to apprise everybody of the situation i agree with tetsu on this that Buy-in is all well and good, but until we get to know each other, until I know what game you're playing, I can't necessarily know the correct action to take that will be of the best benefit. Even if Eisen, I- game we're playing, we have a mission from the Starfinder Society, what are you talking about? Look, I don't know necessarily in which conversation, which direction you want to go, and you've shown me on several occasions that you can, at times, flip-flop, and that's fine but I just want to make sure that I back you correctly. So sometimes it needs to be communicated because I don't always know If what I have the opportunity, take. I would love to communicate. That's not the point. The point is the situation was what it was. Right. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to change that situation. But, I, but I'm saying that this situation will most likely pop up again and it's not our fault for necessarily m- misunderstanding where you're going if we haven't known you long enough to understand where the play is Misunderstanding going. is fine. Buy-in and trust is something else, and I'm only referring to that. And that's something we can build on to, you know. 
Absolutely, and that's where I completely understand that we haven't known each other for a long time, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Oh, by the way, thank you for speaking joining. Speaking of leverage, <laughs> we have more than you think. So oh? everybody's going to be a little bit on edge and curious about what's going on. So I managed to capture pretty much the entire exchange from Wasp's perspective of the individuals breaking in and harassing Tibble, as Moat points at Tetsu and the queen, and then teleporting away with the queen, and seeing one drive away, or flat, run away into the crowd, supposedly after the other person, so I'm gonna be working on that, and they're gonna have information, so he's not exactly gonna be able to say I was with these people, because he's on camera as with the queen. At this, like, Zeha, like, stands up and, like, straightens up and, like, her demeanor shifts a little bit to, like, suddenly like trying to calculate and think uh, about the best ways to use this and everything and she like she nods that's excellent news thank you moat thank you wasp when she like <laughs> looks at wasp all right i know it doesn't need to be said but as you work on that please don't upload it on our network i would want uh, to yeah, upload it no. to like no i guess a lab I got, I got on epsilon station Okay, alright, uh, perfect. Should we not upload that unless Tibble does something wrong? Because that could get him in a lot of trouble. Well, nah, you said anyway. you had a variety of options of different things. So, first, we have to travel to Absalom Station. I think when we arrive, we should see what the news is. Let's see if they even announce. That's smart. There's a couple aspects to this that I kind of want to capture. I want to do my best to be the first one to have footage have the best, most full-clad footage of what's going on, and provide the anonymity that uh, nobody knows where it exactly comes from, but that it is, you know, legitimate. Because, I mean, yeah, the people could be looking for the queen, so if they get any information, that's going to be helpful to them. Tetsu, I know you're running after her, but... Uh... My only thing is I don't even know if they're going to willingly admit that their queen has been taken. So, let's see. But yes, we d I understand all of those points so if you release anything they might try to find you how yes how trackable is this footage can they reverse it somehow to find us that's gonna be most of my work is to keep the information as decentralized as possible i'm gonna try to find ways to get it encrypted and make sure that it's uploaded from somewhere secure and that won't be traced back to me it will be traceable back to hal my personality from uh, Castrovel, because Hal is friends with two members that will be on the Queen's Council in, on Castrovel, and their involvement in this needs to be put in a positive light, so they are favorable for Hal. Therefore, Hal has favorable standing with the people that will be wanting to track this information. Yes. Yeah, when when you've completed the video editing and you have whatever pieces of that you want to upload. Uh, let me know. I can assist with making sure there's no lingering data that connects to anything of that we need. And she kind of like waves all four arms because she can definitely hack that. <laughs> can you also get me a copy of what the Vesk was equipped with? Uh, a clear image of weaponry, like anything of detail. I might be able to... Speaking of... Yeah, I can do that. Who were they? Oh, they were the ones who attacked us at the Silver Train. Again. Oh, that's right. You didn't see them. Oh, so they're returning. Did they see any of us? Do they know? I don't think they so. They know we were there. Were no. they after us? No, they, they weren't. Were not. They oh, were after the, the data pad. This is the second time they went after something Grace-related, so I think we can extrapolate. 
theoretically they should have come after us if they knew Grace was here. But they, 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 they somehow were after the data they pad. didn't. But they somehow knew where the data pad was. Like how would yes. they know that the data pad would be in that room or that the queen that even Vivi would have the information that would be useful to them in the first place. The queen. We should let the Starfinder Society know about that as well. We may have a name. Well, that or or VV or otherwise, there's been multiple. It, it can't have been the Queen because they hadn't undone the, the. She didn't know what was on it. She did not know what was on it, but she knew she had something, and she, somebody, she might not have said anything, but somebody in her group might have said, "There's this thing that exists that somebody might be interested in." Um, I think the Queen had taken that from the VV. rebel group yes. yes and perhaps I think I think it's more likely to have intercepted some communication from the rebel group or from VV than from the queen no, what if, what I, if she I stole disagree. it from them I, I think this is the second time they've come after something that the Starfinder Society wanted that the Starfinder Society was obviously corresponding about they have been telling the Starfinder Society then. no what if this is VV's contact all. What if, what if Vivi stole it from them? What if they had this information originally, right? The reason why she couldn't go back was because she burned whatever bridge it was to get in their organization. You know, we did a... You mentioned Anal, Tetsu. We did a sweep and we already found one piece of recording that she left behind. Oh, please let it be They her. might not... Can we do a full sweep of the ship? We did already, make I sure thought. This our commu- I mean, we could do it again. I, mm, yeah, we've also left the ship for alone for a little for bit. A day, fair I think we should do yeah, we should do one more additional sweep. Let's go. <laughs> I'll bring out my wide spectrum but scanner that will help. Dr. Lin, she kinda just like nods to you. I I think you're right, and I also will discuss uh possible theories about that. Let's let's try to identify any links to where the leak in the Starfinder Society is and probably mention it to um Arvin? Arvin. (laughs) Arvin, yes. Uh, Also, uh, there's probably at least five of them, if not more, in in the group. We know of three, and then the... Five of the Of the the attackers, because we know of three that went to go grab her, and then they disappeared somewhere, assuming they didn't... Of three that went to go grab her? What are you talking about? From VV. They said the three entered the building. She had eyes on three people. We only saw two of them, but there was three who entered the building. Oh, three. Okay, so there's at least one more person. So why'd you say five? And I'm saying five because the Skittermander took the queen somewhere. And assuming that they didn't leave the planet, they had a safe house somewhere. And you wouldn't leave that unguarded. So there's at least two more. They might have. By my calculation. Potentially. It could be infinite more until we know who we're dealing with. But three that they entered on. They got into. All right. Um, I'm assuming we're going into the drift on the way back. Yes. Clean us drought. Right. Before we break this up, I had to. I was uh, l- looking through the information from the tablet you uh, sent out. Yes. That that said, the black butterfly was they. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, it mentioned a, a character named uh, the black butterfly. Is this another one of your people? Are you tied into this too? No, no, it's not, it's not one of my people. It's it's a name I've heard no. before. Um, what? Hmm. <laughs> So, the Black Butterfly is a very dangerous crime lord in Absalom Station. Not the sort of in Absalom. Yes, Waffles. Can I make a check? Sure. What kind of check you want to make? Oh, I don't know. 
the the information that was on the thing with the black butterfly that was messages of exchanged Culture. with the rebels of the black butterfly uh, the rebels exchanged with the black butterfly and was that the messages that received the drift coordinates to Ashalan? No. Uh, 15 for and what culture. was the gist of those communications? The gist of those communications was basically like an arms deal. Yeah, she, the back but, but butterfly was okay. going as an in-between for like smuggling stuff. Okay, okay. 15 on culture. Do I have any idea who this is or where they might hang out if they're a crime lord in Absalom? You've heard the name, but it doesn't strike you as an individual, more as a like group. Kind of like V for Vendetta, like everyone yeah. is the black butterfly. Like, ah. uh, you, and you, the only big thing I can give you for a 15 is you get the sense that if VV was messaging someone named the black butterfly, it's not the person in charge. Right. Okay. Oh, um, and I'm sure this goes without saying before we search the ship through, please no real names until we've settled on exactly who this Tibble is. And then Waffles, can I get a refresher on, uh, grace restrictions about taking her out yeah she has to be it takes her a minute to like attach to the ship integrate to integrate to the ship and then it also like after a minute is up people can grab her signal and even if we're in the drift or is the drift kind of safe uh you, i mean the drift's safe because it's like a desert plane like you get that sense if basically if they were in the drift they could catch her signal in the drift Yes. Right, right, right. But we should uh, not drift let her is, out now. Is a 1d6 days, though. Like, we're in the drift for 1d6 days, right? I thought it was a static to get to, like, Absalom or places with signals. Oh, right, to Absalom. The, yeah, you're right, you're right. to Absalom and... Okay. I forgot we were going to. Okay, Um. well, let's search the ship. Okay. Are people taking 20? Yeah. yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. I would like yeah. to take 20. Yeah. I always throw that out there because everyone forgets. Uh... Yeah. Uh, taking 20 is perception. And I'd, I'd offer yeah, up my uh, broadband scanner so it's plus four to whoever has the highest perception modifier. Can I get creative and maybe do computers to try to search for a signal separately? Sure. You can yeah, take you... 20 on it. Uh, can I take 20 on an engineering to find um, weird kind of like taps and such? Absolutely. And I've got a high perception. I'll take the lead on it if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Uh, you have I'll, more than I'll, me. I'll I'll I have an 11. Why do you beat <laughs> me in wrecked. everything? Len is too smart. Dr. Len's OP. So your your uh, 11 will become 15 with my device. Taking 20 on my computer. I like how we have a nice variety of like search mechanisms. Like, like, okay, search the ship. And then like only some of us actually look through the ship and some of us go to the computers Beeple. and some of us go to like the engines. I love it. Taking 20, that is going to be a 20. Nope, 32. <laughs> Same for me. Okay. Uh, just missed. And then a 35 perception, Dr. Lin? Yes. yes. Going through the ship, giving it a good come over. It takes you guys about a half an hour, like 30 minutes, to just tear this apart. And I'm going to break out my detect magic. Okay. It just, it takes you guys half an hour to come over the ship. You find nothing. Okay. And you and don't detect any magic, and you actually don't even detect magic from Grace, because she's in a lead box. Right. And then just, like, real briefly while I have to tech magic up, just gonna, like, peek into the room with Tibble. How you doing, bud? Need anything? Tons of magic. <laughs> He's super suspicious because you're the one doing it. That it's just, like... <laughs> he, like, you don't detect any magic, but he, like, peeks out and he's like, we eating soon? You got any food on the ship? 
Oh, uh, you're gonna want to uh, talk to Tetsu. He he actually enjoys cooking, and um, due to the variety <laughs> of <laughs> cultures, make sure not to use real names. <laughs> names. Yeah. I think Zeha's intelligence <laughs> would be high enough to say Jonathan. Yeah, this has been... This that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually would have been perfect. Isaac would have just been like, ha! <laughs> like, he would have just... Just so this doesn't keep coming up, like, you guys can use your names, and okay. just, it's understood Please. that you're not... We've made that needs to be canon. That would have been is. such... Talk to Tetsu. Fuck! Ah. Uh, you're gonna want to talk to Jonathan, because he actually uh, would be very happy to have somebody else to eat his food communally at the very least all right soon like now you want me to come out now i will get you on the comms when food is ready have a lovely day (laughs) just close the door on him i'll just i'll find uh tetsu though and i'll be like if you'd like to prepare dinner after the search um our guest is hungry enjoy Uh, (laughs) keep playing (laughs) yeah but i as food is being prepared I'm going to go into my quarters, and I'm going to make a call, a long-distance call. Okay. And we have taken off, right? Like, as soon as I got on the ship, I would have started the process. Like, I just don't want to be like, you haven't taken off from Casterville Space yet. So, like, we... (laughs) Uh, no, I think we were doing this, like, on the way or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make it clear that we are on the way here. So much Hubble searching the second we clear their their atmosphere. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine everybody's probably going to wait till y'all hit the drift just to be safe, but... Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you, before we make the call, do you want to do a quick overview of some topics that we'd be searching? Like, I think everybody's going to be looking up Tipple. Is there anything major that we can grab? And the news. Like, I would like to grab and, like, have my data pad connect to the internet to grab the latest news before we hit the drift. And then I'll peruse it just to see any of the news from Castroville as well. Okay. I would ping Arvin once we get close to the drift, by the way, just so that he knows when we're going to arrive. For sure. Uh, Arvin receives the ping, basically says, cool, see ya. I'll have grapes ready. Attaching your, I wanted, for some reason, I want to say tablet, attaching your, like, data pad to it's tablet. the, and pulling, pulling all the news, you all get the sense that nothing, at least as far as the packed worlds is concerned, has happened. Excellent. Okay. And then... What's the searches on Tibble? Yeah, what, what can we find on him? Just everything. You searching his name? I, I would search. I would start by searching his name. And I'm sure this could be like a slightly communal thing that we might connect sure, with each sure, other sure. on because two things. I figured we'll search his name and everything we can find on, on him or doc, like, you know, descriptor, like doctor, famous doc, like anything like that. And then maybe we can uh, do facial search from some of the video that that moat pulled grace pull up Speaking that rule 34 of tibble if you can <laughs> oh god <laughs> tetsu's already drawn uh, baby <laughs> man fun note there has been an upgrade to the number of rules of the internet uh i don't know exactly the number right now but in the future there are sixty nine thousand uh rules nice nice yeah <laughs> nice yeah moat is going to essentially not be looking up the information They'll leave it to uh, everybody else. Uh, Moat's going to be looking up um, 
editing software and tips and tricks for uh, excellent drone footage uh, editing. Okay. okay. Anima, quick, Monica, quick hit films work. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> the, the, the best <laughs> filters. The best how, like, to yeah. vi- how to video edit in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Free video editing software. Uh, Luckily, the footage is already $10 stabilized. $10 every but, you know. month for a subscription? God. <laughs> ah, I can hack that. <laughs> Free trial indefinitely. Moat, give me a computer's check. Can I take 20? Yeah. I'll do that. 32. Okay. Uh, yeah. Easy enough. You're able to find basically what you need. It's, I mean, you're not going to be like high end professional or anything, but it, it's what you need to make the video look good and be out there. This is just the beginning. Yeah. And then the rest of you, what you find on Tibble is that it looks like he's been across the packed worlds in many, many university databases. There's nothing like criminal to criminal about him at all that you can find. It's just like, it's like Tibble spoke at blah, blah, blah university. Tibble went to this university. Tibble did a seminar at this university. Tibble, like, it's just this, this, this. He looks like a very studied individual that pops up in a lot of different papers, writings, and, like, experiments. And this name is followed with a profile picture or otherwise that fits, that matches? Yeah, for the most part, he looks a little bit younger in some of them, but most of them are like very similar, which actually, like now that you ask that question, strikes you as odd a little bit because some of them were like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and he looks the same. Like tattoos and everything? Yep. I got theories. Tetsu, during dinner um, or lunch or whatever time of day it is, you seem to get along with him. Do you think you could just strike up a conversation about what exactly got him into that situation in the first place? Uh, Tetsu's got like a plate in hand. I, I was gonna go do that right now. <laughs> Excellent. And we could we could say I make that phone call after dinner instead, but for sure. Yeah, I, Tetsu wasn't sure Tibble was allowed out of the room, so that was literally what I was gonna do. So he said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's that, that would be that would be Eisen's thing. If he saw you walking to his room with a plate, he'd be like, "Tibble can eat outside. He doesn't get to eat in the room. That's not that's not a thing." That like like that that's too. I messy. think he's had enough of like being like cooped up. Yeah, like yeah, like he can sit with us and we can just talk to the guy. Okay, so we're gonna have a little dinner scene. Yeah. Yeah. Tetsu's so happy. Everybody's yeah. eating at the table today. Yeah. The whole family's blender. here. There has got to be. It's the future. I'm insisting that there are plates that keep your food warm. Nope. Oh, I, I'm certain. There's, there's actually a ceiling fan that makes your food really cold really fast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Tibble is sitting there eating food, shoving it down. Hey, this is good. Thank you. I, I don't get people to eat out here often. And is shy and Dr. Lennon Seha just Seha does not take off her mask. Sounds some sounds special. Yes. Uh, nice. We thought we thought you were cooped up and would like to be out of your room. Oh my room. Nice. I got a room on the spaceship. Well let's go. You're you're sharing it with um not Eisen. Rockman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um <laughs> not Eisen. You said we didn't have to say it. I just wanted to clarify. I know. Anyway. That's just very funny how like you hesitate and then say not Eisen. Yeah. Like, Feels weird uh, saying Eisen. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble. So I was like, not Eisen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tetsu kind of looks at him and goes, um, why were you trapped in that room anyway? I mean, it's kind of where I got stuck after my last trip 
to one of the one of the mainlands of Castorville. The elves wanted me to come work on something, and then I didn't really get out till y'all came. By choice or by force? I guess you could say a little of both. Like they definitely didn't want me to leave, but I also didn't try to pick up a gun and make like force my way out. You know? Did you ask to leave? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be cooped up in a room like that. And they said no. They said, no, you gotta keep helping us find some of this pre-gap stuff. When you find pre-gap stuff, I cheer out. So you hadn't found any? Nope. Also, the queen seemed attached to you based off of how she was uh, treating not Tetsu. You didn't see that. No, we did. We. It's in the video oh, footage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Not a blush, but definite recognition of, like, a relationship there. And he goes, I mean, like, I gotta, you gotta have some perks, you know? She did sit very close. So, so why was Sisho so interested in the pre-gap stuff? That's unique curiosity. Yeah, I don't know. She wouldn't tell me. She didn't talk much when we were around. Yikes. <laughs> like, Isaac gives him the look of, like, you realize that you're just digging, like, the you're digging yourself deeper look of, like, <laughs> that can be read so many different ways. He does not care. No, he yeah, doesn't. But probably it was intentional. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> So they just wanted you, and you found nothing? What did all did they nah, bring? I mean, I found all those items y'all saw. Like, she let me keep anything that's not pre up, which is kind of cool. But, I mean, now that's all gone. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't get a chance to take any of that. Some good stuff. I hate Stairs you. through the, the fourth wall towards <laughs> the GM. <sighs> Some really good non-credit stick loot. <laughs> womp womp. I don't care, I just want credits. Yeah, I'm sure when we're under <laughs> pressure, we'll have time to just, you know, shop, you know, supermarket sweep wherever we are next time. Under <laughs> just pressure. Mm-hmm. That's exa- I, was, I was holding that back. <laughs> the place is getting attacked. Ransack it! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh... How much can we get into a cart before it explodes? <laughs> New game show. Tetsu kind of looks at Tibble and goes, um, where was she getting this stuff? Because... I mean, everywhere, she usually raids and stuff. Against two. I mean, different people all over Casterville, sometimes out of Casterville. Like, elves don't just, as much as they like their land and don't want other people to come on it, they still go elsewhere. She mentioned anything about, I know you said she didn't talk a lot, but the, a rebel group or something like that? Within, within Casterville. I mean, she said that their army was having problems with some other elves. I mean, maybe that's what she was talking about? Yeah, that maybe. makes sense. Do you know who would have known the queen was coming to you with this data pad? No clue. You did. Yes. Yeah, it makes me curious if perhaps the rebel group was responsible for some of the action that we saw. Is there anything you know about anything that could help keep you out of their hands when they come looking for you? Yeah, I'm on a spaceship right now. But we will be Actually, it does bring up a good point. We're headed towards, you know, civilization. Are you going to be good? Just going to go off? I mean, if y'all gonna drop me off, then yeah, I can make myself uh, unseen. Would you want to stick with us? You seem like look around a little bit. Zeha starts getting a headache. <laughs> T- Tetsu sits <laughs> up a little straighter, smiling. Mo just sucks on their smoothie of Tetsu's meal. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> y'all traveling a lot? That's really all I want to do. Travel, and then like I assume I'd get to eat. I probably gotta get paid a little bit, but then it'd be good. We're what basically contractors right now. 
Yeah, what, what, uh, where does your expertise lie? Uh, anything with computers or machines. <laughs> Out of character. We have that coming. <laughs> Mot- Mot's mask's eyes narrow. <laughs> Competition. Well, put out of a job. Hey, good news is if I die, I'll play Tibble. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's awesome. You could use maybe another hand around to free up Moat. I'm not sure about that, but um, it's not really up to us fully anyways. But um, not Tetsu, you have connections. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's saying not, so okay. <laughs> um, you... you have some friends on Absalom. Perhaps you could um, connect him with some some assistance and ensure his safety, as we discuss. I know somebody who I think will be happy to have you if if you can't come with us, or you know when you're not. I don't know how this is working, but yes. Okay, that conversation goes down smoothly, and he goes back to his room. You guys enter the drift. We have. Some phone calls. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say the one thing I'm I'm looking up wasn't Tibble. Um, I will be Hubbling Monk Butu. Yeah, uh, and Tibble. I'm also like I actually want to talk to Len once we get into drift, real quick. I I would just like after dinner once like Tibble has like gone away, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I I jump out the window. <laughs> into, <laughs> yeah, in, into into space and it's just like oh there he goes uh, okay no it's nothing serious it would be like he, once everything is done and like he's helping Tetsu clean plates and grabs one plate he'd, he'd just say I know we've been busy and chaos has ensued but have you had a chance to look over my file and make any of the contacts we talked about It's it's been chaos I know let Len have his like back to you because he was carrying a plate of food to his room, and then he like bristles. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's that's right. Well, no, I no, I haven't had a chance to contact uh, your friend um, Risk. Risk, yes, Risk, Risk, yeah. Um, I was going. We've been very busy, you know. A lot of stuff's been yes. going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, actually, I'll get right on that after I um, after I eat. Look, I've been the one stabbing plants, and you know you've gotten eaten at least almost twice. So I know we needed some time to make that work. So yeah, I'm not perfect. I'm not pressuring, but it's in the front of my mind. Yeah, no, no pressure, pressure. And he's but, like, uh, like get shuffling on away <laughs> as he's like. No, no problem at all. I'm just gonna. Yeah, a, a large rock man just kind of <laughs> looming over you, just kind of going, no pressure. Yeah. Loom. <laughs> Look at my medical so records I, now. I, and he goes into his room, and after everyone else does their like conversations here, I'll call him. Okay. Who wants to go first? Say hi. I will. Okay. Is that you gonna so just try to hit up Jim? Yeah, but I'm trying to remember. So this was. I'm, try- I'm trying to find my notes, but this was basically uh, the person that I spoke to was not the person that could help me. Like, what? who is this contact that was given to me? Uh, this is the contact that was given to you is the person that could help you. So, like, the person you spoke to, the Sharon, was named Vok. And I forget exactly what you were looking for exact help with, but you were pointed to Jim. Gotcha. Uh, I was looking for... Mutual assistance, I think. Like, I was um, 
part of the Starfinder Society and I was going to be using all sorts of stuff and, and if I could help them in their research and also gain access to potentially some some good equipment. I think, yeah, 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 that's why that's why you got pointed to Jim. That makes perfect sense now. Is Jim is kind of the, like, uh, one of the procur- procurers of, like, items and stuff like that and you were basically told that she would be your point of contact. Perfect. Um, yep. So I will... Give her a call. Yo, it's so funny. We have so many Yasokis coming up. We <laughs> do. We really do. Let's go. Okay. Gemma Yasoki? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, the phone rings for a minute. Ring. Ring. Yes? Uh, hello. Is this Jem? This is Jim? Yes, Jim. I was given your contact from Vokt uh, on the Absalom Station Arcanim- Arcanimium. Say that five times first. <laughs> you mean the Arcanimirium? Yeah, yeah, I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so y- she mentioned that you were in procurement. Um, I reached out. Uh, I actually rather approached her regarding potentially assisted efforts. Um, I eventually would like to attend the Arcanimi. Uh, yes, that Arcanuminium. <laughs> <laughs> and she mentioned something about my grandmother as well. I don't know if you worked with her, um, Diva. You, you're the granddaughter of Diva. Yes, Zeha Vumti. You, so you're from the Adari, Kasata. Correct. Um, you hear like a lot of background noise going on. Uh, yeah, we can work together. Uh, okay, I got a mission for you. Well, how is this exactly going to work? What do you What do you want? You want You want stuff? Like usually, Vox sends me people who are looking for things. And I'll get it to them prior than them being put up into the museum. Gotcha. Uh, is this the type of things my grandmother assisted you with? I mean, not exactly like this, no. But your grandmother also attended the academy. You just said you want to. A lot of people want to. Yes, of course. Uh, certainly, I, I, I am a starfinder currently, uh, so I do have additional missions. If we can line them up or however, I would be happy to assist as best I could. Sure. I mean, you're just taking something off my plate, so I'll help you as much as I can. What What do you want? You want, like, a course? You want, like, a free course? So we'll just give you one of those? You want an, an item? Like, what Like what are you looking for? Mm, so, mechanically, a course would give me, like, better technomancer skills? Or not one course? Yeah, not one course. So, like, each course costs, like, a thousand, basically. And you could probably do them in your downtime like on the ship and stuff and i think i decided like four to five courses would give you another another magic hack gotcha gotcha okay perhaps we can discuss as things progress but let's start with some equipment that might allow me to stay alive long enough to uh attend (laughs) all right little humor (laughs) yeah i could probably find you something like that all right i got one you ready yes absolutely she takes out her notebook (laughs) okay be ready. This is how the missions go. You're working with Jim, okay? I need access to an astral transponder. Bye. And she hangs up. Excellent. I think we got one of those. Yeah, what's that? Astral transponder. Sure, Mode's got one. Just, just have a look. Uh, wait, are those the same thing as like the the like jump points? Basically, this is something that sends out a signal to a computer that allows someone to access the computer, and it can be pre-programmed anywhere really another plane normal shielding signal jammers that kind of thing and so like basically like if you were in the drift you could access a computer back on absalom station and actually work it 
Okay, so, so they didn't mention they need it programmed in any way. They just want one. Yep. Okay. How difficult is it to, like, how rare is this item? Uh, it's not super rare. It's expensive, the rarity to find it. You could find it in a shop very easily. The rarity to find it, like, just out somewhere is probably pretty rare. Uh, so it's you get the sense it's basically wait till you can afford one or get lucky or purposely go places where, like, there's a lot of computer shit going down. Okay, so potentially, you know, like, big corporations would likely have one in their, one corporate headquarters to communicate with another, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, alright. Basically asking us to steal without asking us to steal it. Dr. Len's previous lab probably had one. Alright, next, phone call. Hit me. I don't have a phone call, I was going to be hubbling uh, Monk Bootu. Okay, that's a good, this is a good one. (laughs) Alright. Oh yeah. Guys, what is war crimes? I've seen it a lot. <laughs> oh, oh dear. What's a Geneva Convention? What? What? <laughs> Guys, I violated it so many times. <laughs> what does the number 3,000 innocents mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, never mind. It says dead after. Innocent. Got it. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yeah. I Give don't, me a computer. <sighs> Waffles, why? <laughs> Monk Vutu. Monk Vutu bad guy. Ooh, Monk Vutu innocent people. <laughs> Wait, let me double check. Yeah, 25. Monk Vutu mass murderer. 18 okay. plus 7. Me Monk Vutu question mark? 25? Yeah. Okay. Tetsu, you are... way too you happy are... to say this. What? I don't know, you're just smiling too much. Yeah. Monk Vutu Monk... and me. <laughs> Monk Vutu Tetsu. Question mark. Monk Vutu Dr. Duro. <laughs> are you alone? Uh, yeah, I mean, most of my time I'd be just kind of, like, chilling on the bed, like, occasionally trying to pet one of the foxes under the bed, and just kind of, like, chilling and hubbling. Okay. Uh, you're going through this information, and for a while, like, like, this is a good computer check. You're good at computers, but for a while, 30 minutes, you can't find anything. You eventually, like, just kind of give up on it for a second, and then you think, oh, what about, like, archived videos that like should probably be erased but there might still be some like relevance to them okay so i don't like that it's a video the camera zooms in to a old news feed lively from nebula news (laughs) nebula news rarely reporting on anything outside of the packed worlds the camera is a little blurred and even outside of that the quality isn't amazing think like a like a buffering 480p video Starship Troopers uh, vid vid file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The video begins with the sounds of screams and heavy rainfall, but even with the rainfall, large fires burn in the background. We then hear the reporter begin. We're here following a recent string of murders by a small band of goblinoid-like creatures. We have tracked them from an uncharted planet here in near space to where we stand, Preloria. We cannot... The voice is overcut by screams and a very loud explosion as we catch a glimpse of something about six to nine foot tall. Very hard to tell because of the blur and like how far away they are. Moving freakishly quick in the background, grabbing what looks to be a metal plate from a wall of a house and slinging it through about three different people that were running away. A loud roar follows, still drowning out the reporter, who finally cuts back in. These reports are not something we see often, but this story must be shown. Planets like this, with no defense of their own, 
We'll need help from the pack. In the background, something comes flying very quickly towards the camera as we hear a scream from the cameraman cut very short as a red liquid begins to flow over the camera. Obviously, this video isn't titled Monk Poo 2. It is like in the metadata of it, and you don't, you're not right. sure why, but this is what you find. And what was the planet name? Uh, Praloria. Praloria. But I couldn't see, could I get any kind of decent visual on that figure? Yeah, it's like one of those, like... Did it have a horn? Yes. It's like one of those... I'm trying to think of, like, the right word for it. You know, like, when something comes at the... Yeah, it's a jump scare, but then, like, since the camera, like, kind of died out, it gets frozen. The face gets frozen on the screen. It's like that, but but it's, it's like, blurred. Yeah, very, very blurred. But you see this, like, streak of black where the forehead is. Uh, Tessa, you should definitely search some uh, podcasts, like some true crime podcasts that have covered <laughs> Monk Boo 2. So today we're looking into the cases surrounding Monk Boo 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that's bullshit. What? I ain't never heard Monk Boo 2. That's just some hokey thing you keep peddling about these outer planets. Ain't no, ain't nobody no Monk Boo 2. Speaking of outer planets, <laughs> uh, Proloria, it sounded like it's not in the Pact Worlds. Do I it have is any not. idea of what it is you would know all, all you know is that it's a charted planet in near space and what you like we call it near space here at a ttrpg table basically it's very close to the pact worlds not within the pact world system but very close okay do i get any idea of like what it like who or what lives there like not really yeah not from like a hubble or anything like they don't have like things charted out on planets and stuff like that like not out of the pact worlds gotcha it's habitable and it does have like sapient creatures living there judging by that video at least it used to so yeah but those were those like soldiers who got like sliced in half in a row or was that like were they fighting back or was it like innocent people the only one you saw was the uh the throwing of like a metal sheet through three people that were running away (laughs) (laughs) i mean my aim's and how tall are you tetsu Six to nine feet with a horn. That's... Uh, okay, all right, just checking. Well, that is mostly what he is doing, and then he's just going to be messaging, like, Nira for some random stuff. Oh, and he would actually ask her about the black butterfly. Um, and ask, I'm looking to contact those belonging to the black butterfly. Have you had anybody coming through the tavern that are working with them? No, the... The only one that's been here recently is Cause, obviously. Obviously. No, I mean, the Black Butterfly operates out of Absalom. That's all I really know. Usually in arms, explosives. Explosives? Yep. Could you get me a contact? Or help me find one? Uh, I can't, no. I'm, I'm out of that, you know. Well, I, I know the people that come through sometimes talk, so... Okay. I'm trying not to get wrapped up in that anymore. Are you good? Left on red. <laughs> Yeah, it's been been rough, but I'm good. Let me know if not. Of course. That's pretty much it. And then shopping. Okay. One more. Who wants to call? Me, me, me. All right. After Len has his dinner, he is going to uh, sit down at like his desk or whatever and get out the like space Morse code machine and Morse codeify <laughs> to Rusk, saying, "Hello, is this Rusk?" <laughs> Uh, you get a message back that comes across. Yes, who is this? Ah, uh, Len will respond. 
Guys, we have a torpedo locking onto us. I don't know how we're in the drift. I'm very concerned. I, I just do a corkscrew turn. I just do a corkscrew and everything's upside down for two seconds. As we, we just avoid the... There is no gravity. It's not upside down. Uh, level respond. I am Dr. Len, Eisen's personal physician. He asked me to make contact with you regarding his condition. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awkward, and I love it. <laughs> the great thing is you're doing it in Morse code, so the pauses don't really yeah. get affected. Yeah, Eisen, you quickly get a message that's like, "Did did you give someone this, like this, this uh, contact?" Yes, I, I would. I would have uh, quickly confirmed, and I would have done this actually weeks ago, saying okay. that like, "Okay, yeah." Uh, then scratch that, um, Doctor Lin. You get sent back just a code that you get the sense is like a it's like a for a call interstellar call oh man right. he kind of like adjusts his jacket and hat and then he like <laughs> presses answer alright you're Dr. Lin uh, yes and I'll assume you are a resc you just both talked in the same little nasally voice but <laughs> 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 both doctors have that same voice <laughs> nerd sorry no. what did you say Dr. Lin uh, yes, I am him, and I'll assume you are Resk. I can't do it now. <laughs> this is great. I'm glad I made this happen. This is wonderful. <laughs> yes, I'm Resk. So... <laughs> oh, what? You said, you said eyes in condition? Yes, he asked me to just talk to you about it. Presumably you have information for me regarding, you know, the ins and outs of it. I mean, it can get, like, uh, not really sure what he wants me to tell you. Uh... I could probably get him in the room if... <laughs> yeah, it get... Your two physicians are talking and just like, I don't no, know I don't why know, we're on a call together. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go get him when <laughs> shuffles out of the room. Okay. You, you like, get me out of the gym and I'm like, and, like you're dragging me back and I'm like, what the matter is... Uh, Resk has oh. requested that you uh, join our call. <laughs> Hello? Resk? <laughs> yes? Come um, on, speaker. Uh, yes, you're on speaker. He, he can hear you. All right. Um, what do you want me to tell him that you can't? You understand the energy better than I can explain it. Right, right. Okay. I didn't, sorry, I didn't know you wanted me to go that far. I usually don't tell people that much. I, I, I kind of poke him in, in a way that, like, anyone who knows Aizen, like, would know, like, he is safe and there. Like, if things go wrong, I, I think I can take him. Okay. You are sorely mistaken. You poke him as your arm changes into a sword. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he starts to go into it and it's like, all right, well, Aizen. <laughs> she just giggles every time I do this voice. Aizen got uh, hit by some of the storms that was over our planet, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a normal storm. And the energy that's now trapped within him is somehow in some way and you get to sense like you've heard doctors talk like this before and it's like you get the sense he's hesitating because he just doesn't know how to explain it but he continues in some way like changing his body like it, it wants out it wants something different than him but it's yeah that's that's all i really got for you it's uh it, it is a I guess you would call it a natural, maybe supernatural energy, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's 
not going great. Might not you say it adapted to Isaac? But <laughs> Lynn will say, would, would you describe it as uh, ad- adapting him or more uh, a external force? There's just a little clink as uh, Eisen face it, it's, it's a really question, Eisen. It's, I think I would classify it more as an external force. I think it wants him to be something different. Your people have never encountered something like this? No, not at all. <laughs> so does he... <laughs> By your people, I assume you mean his people, but no. Yeah, like, it, he, he's a mouse person, and I'm a rock person. Oh, I, I assume <laughs> is he, he was, Soki? Yeah, like, I thought he was like a doctor back on... No, he's he is sent from the Starfinder Society to oh. study the energy around my home planet. I, I see, I understand. This is why I can't stand uh, voice calls like this. It, that probably <laughs> seems really insensitive. Um... But you know what I meant. <laughs> he he doesn't have yeah, eyes, Professor. He doesn't have eyes, so <laughs> sure. we, we can cut him with some slack there. Is that all you need from me? Well, I, are there any sort of treatments I should be aware of? Any dosages that needs to take? The painkillers or something? I just keep him away from electronics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> prescribed electronic aversion. I can do that. Uh, <laughs> do, do you have um, scans of the energy profile i mean i know he could take it from me but it's not the most pure anything from back then that might be useful for him uh, darker lead has all your records right <laughs> but like th- my records are not resk's research that's that's two different things but he's talking about like the energy bolt and i'll send over what i got but i doubt it's gonna help a whole lot uh, thanks again how's things going out there they're still looking quite a bit they haven't they haven't really let up yet I doubt they will, but other than that, I, I mean, it's been it's been pretty good overall. Okay, thank you, Professor. Kaze or anyone else made contact with you since then? I doubt it. No, they have not. Okay, good. If someone does, uh, I know you can't send messages that often, but if anything big happens, please do send it my way. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Beep. So Varsu. Y'all. What's up? Hmm. <laughs> you fucked up. What did I do wrong? No, it's not. It's not adaptive. <laughs> He's saying that it was your adaptation oh, serum okay. that's doing this, okay. Tyson, but yeah. <laughs> Probably is. We learned something really important about the universe today that we play in. When every doctor graduates, graduates, they uh, they also get little nasal clips. <laughs> <laughs> really annoying voice to go with their degree. <laughs> every single doctor, if you're like, I don't know if you're really a doctor or not, you're like, no, you're not, because you don't have the right voice. <laughs> Uh, hello, I'll be your doctor today. Wait, wait, wait! I don't trust you. Trust me, I'm a doctor. That person is a plastic surgeon. That's why. Okay. There's just one more thing I want to say to Isaac before we split this up. Sure. Uh, Level kind of like closes his his, uh, laptop. I I kind of assumed this was something that your people were more familiar with. I didn't realize it was so malevolent. I don't know if it has intent like that. So it's, a, it's an entity? Maybe? Like I said, we have myths about things like this, but they're back from like the time of the first of us. This doesn't happen that often. Alright. Well, if you wouldn't mind, I would probably like to do some sort of research, at least what, in lieu of risk. Please. This is kind of why I wanted someone closer to me 
on the topic just to make sure that anything weird going on at least gets recorded. Right, excellent. And hopefully once we get like a science lab set up in here, I can start doing some sort of experiments or cutting it open. Just kidding, probably. For the sake of my nerves, I'm not going to respond to that statement because that is just a deep hole that I don't want to go down right now. But me staying as much me as possible would be beneficial, please. If you could not, you know, dissect me and or let sentient lightning, you know, turn me into someone totally different, that would be, you know, a plus in my book. Especially considering I'm one of the people that has to protect everyone. And if I'm, you know, turned feral or something, I might just kill everyone here. As a doctor, I am personally bested in keeping everyone from dying, so I will... Yes, I would I would be more than happy to help you in this venture of avoiding your own horrible demise and all of our demises. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that Alive, everything works out. hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why were you in the gym? Do you, like, build rock mass on yourself? <laughs> What's the point of that? <laughs> it's, it's to keep myself actually being able to move properly. Why does anyone go through the process? It's just simply to keep my mental picture up. If I could get a proper gym from Shimreen working, I would do that. But it it would take heat from the engine. It's just grinding wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Just eating rocks. No, it's literally basically in oven. Like getting up to like 3,000 Kelvin to like properly do things. And then I think as this conversation's kind of like wrapping up, we just, the camera is zooming out on a Dr. Lynn Eisen Jim Bro session. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll take our break. Yeah. That's <laughs> totally what happened. <laughs> Dr. Lynn, this will really help all this, this pent up aggression that you have and trust issues. You really just gotta work out, <laughs> bro. <laughs> just gotta work it out, dude. 